Well, hello there, and welcome back to another installment of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, but you knew that already because you're a frequent viewer of this show and this podcast. As always, we've got the regular Joe Kaleo, our star of our show, joining us here in just a moment for another wealth management-related discussion. Uh, Look, Today, we've got a really cool topic dialed up for you guys. As you know, Joe and I on past episodes, we, we've talked wealth you know, matriculation down to future generations. We've talked about wealth preservation strategies. Today, we're talking about wealth creation and generation. So it's a little bit of a different topic that we're taking a, you know, a, a headfirst approach into today. Really, we're helping you look inward and address whether or not you have what it takes to create significant wealth. So research shows that entrepreneurship can be one of the you know most effective ways of generating significant wealth these days but it takes a lot more than simply being a business owner to do that so today what we're going to do is we're going to get into what it does take to generate that significant wealth and whether or not you think you have it inside of you so let's go ahead and bring joe out and get today's conversation rolling joe good to see you welcome aboard today ryan good to see you medium roast in the cup always good to see you Love it. Love it. Now, um, I just put mine down. It was a light roast this morning for me. Nice. Uh, but, but Hey, Joe, we're talking about wealth generation, wealth creation as a whole. I really like this topic day cause it's different. It's off the beaten path from what we typically chat about. Let's get right into it. There's a strong case that entrepreneurship, you know, is really this key generator of wealth these days. Talk to me a little bit about this. Entrepreneurship, Ryan is often, if not the way to do it, certainly one of the best ways to do it. And when you think about that, think of some of the leading people of our times that have done that. I think of Bill Gates, I think of Elon Musk, uh, I think of Jeff Bezos. Um, I think of folks who have just created phenomenal wealth through their entrepreneurship, through their business or businesses, and what they've done over their lifetime. It's phenomenal. So yeah, I think entrepreneurship is often the key of doing that. Right. So entrepreneurship alone, though, is never enough. You know, you've got to you got to have some best practices, some methodologies. There's a lot that goes into being a successful entrepreneur. Let's start with the best practices, though, Joe. What would you say are some of the best practices of those entrepreneurs that do make it and become, you know, significantly wealthy and achieve that desired level of success? Yeah, I think of four things, Ryan, because there are lots of business owners, but a lot of them don't achieve the success of the folks we just mentioned, right? So they're a commitment to achieve a goal or set that goal and then their drive to to go out and do it. The quality of their business model is certainly very important. I think of their ability to build strong relationships and their ability to have great and elite advisors as part of their team. So yeah, there are four major components, I think, that creates, you know, just taking that business and creating phenomenal wealth. And I think those are the four big drivers. Well, I, I think there's a there's something to be said for each of those. And I want to unpack each one that you just mentioned, Joe. Let's start with that that commitment to achieve. I mean, we hear so much these days about the importance of mindset when entering anything that you're going to be doing. Right. Talk to me about this commitment to achieve and really how it, it really is the starting point of becoming a successful entrepreneur. Yeah, I think, you know, to build phenomenal wealth through entrepreneurship, you don't think about the money first. You think about what the goal is. And you've got to have that focus down the line to have that long-term goal, right? You've got to have that vision to execute along the path. And then you've got to have that drive or that commitment to follow through. 
And, and sometimes you're going to hit bumps in the road. And, and I think back to Winston Churchill, who said, if you're going through hell, keep going, right? And I would bet all of those entrepreneurs have gone through, if not hell, some sort of turbulent time at some point that they had to just power through, keep on that vision and be focused on the end result. And I think all of that is part of the commitment to being successful. And I bet they would all say that, some or all of those factors played a major role in their wealth. Certainly. But, uh, you know, Joe, at the end of the day, the commitment itself, it's not enough. You got to take action. You got to put one foot in front of the other, right? I mean, this is, this is something that almost goes without being said. Yeah. Implementation is incredibly important, right? Having operational efficiency and a systematic process and we've talked about systematic process before, but you've got to have systematic process and the ability to operate efficiently and effectively. And so all of those things, a repeatable process becomes important then to drive leverage and to drive a business forward. There are lots of people that have good ideas, but if it's not repeatable and high quality, then it's not going to be lasting. Makes sense, Joe. I mean, you mentioned operational efficiency. I think that's a nice little segue here into the second factor that you had mentioned, that quality business model. Talk to me about how this is is really a, a key factor of driving that that significant level of wealth creation. Well, I think people are going to recognize what is a quality business and what is a mediocre business. And if they can't put their finger on it, they'll sense something is off. And making sure then that the model inside the business is moving forward and operating not only efficiently, but effectively and high quality becomes the difference between people will or won't invest in that business going forward, right? They're going to look for high quality. They're going to make sure that that business is going to operate at a high level and that they're going to be able to decipher or distinguish the difference between what one company is doing and what someone else is doing. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, there's always the idea of internally, you know, you've got your, your ships buttoned up and you're ready to go. You've got the good business model, but boy, is that, you know, it's ever so important that you've got to rely on other people down the road. Those, those relationships, Joe, you had mentioned the importance of building powerful relationships. Talk to us about this third key factor and where this falls into the mix. Relationships are incredibly important in building a team. And when you build your team, you have to understand what's important to that person, right? I can even remember before my business took off, I had very talented people. I had very competent people, but they also didn't do a good job in communicating what they wanted to do, or they were very selfish. You've got to make sure when you build the team, you understand as the leader, you understand what's important to that person. And those people on the team understand the role they play within the team and how they're contributing to the success of the business or the success of the team. The more everybody understands what is important to each one and the collective group, the more likely you're going to have a successful, vibrant team moving forward. That's part of culture, Ryan. And that becomes incredibly important. And we hear it more and more in today's society as the next wave of entrepreneurs come up, they want to build a great culture. And that becomes incredibly important for success. Joe, I'm so glad you mentioned culture. I mean, we've all experienced some turbulent times these last few years. And, and if there's one thing that is, is 
you know, can't be stressed enough. It's that it's the importance of a having that high quality team, but maintaining them. That's a big challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs face these days is maintaining that high quality team over time so that the business can scale. So that significant level of wealth can be achieved. Do you have any insights or advice for us on what that of going through that process of, of building, but then yet maintaining that high quality team? I think it, it is important to not only, and we talk about this internally a lot is not only on the front end, when you hire what's important to you, both in the office, but in life in general, but periodically touching base and asking, how are things for you personally? How are things for you professionally? What's important to you? What's going on in your life that you're pleased about? Is there anything we can help with you away from normal work? Because you never know when it's just being a normal human being can mean a lot to somebody that's on your team. And so on Understanding people as a person, understanding them away from the office can be very helpful in building that culture, right? And so that's part of maintaining a high quality team and making sure everybody can contribute in a very effective way. Uh, I love that, Joe. And, and Joe, the fourth key factor that you had mentioned as a kind of a driver uh, or characteristic, you know, of, of significant wealth was this idea of, of the willingness to engage the right professionals. And Joe, we've kind of, we've, we've talked about this in past episodes when it pertains to particular wealth management strategies. And, you know, you want to assimilate and be around those, you know, specific experts in different fields to help you address particular issues. But talk to us about this idea of making sure you align with that, you know, the right professionals to help drive wealth creation in your business and, and everything else forward? Uh, let's let's go back, Ryan. I want to give you an example of something we did for a client back in 2009. Mm -hmm. And it, it was two business owners. And in their case, they were struggling to reduce taxes within their business. And when we talked to them about the various strategies they were employing, and I'm just going to give you an example in this case, they have a company retirement plan, like most businesses do. And they couldn't even get $5,000 into the retirement plan. And we restructured the retirement plan for them. And now all of a sudden, the two business owners were able to get $50,000 each as an expense to their business and pre-tax to themselves personally. So that saved them both $50,000 in taxes. Today, that number is closer to $150,000 to $250,000. So that's an expense to their business and pre-tax to them personally. They loved it. That's made a significant difference to a small business owner. Imagine when we're employing those strategies then for medium size or large business owners that then it's an expense to their business, tax deduction, pre-tax to them personally, allowable. Now, not every company or business owner can employ the same strategies. That's why we need to get to know both them and their businesses and understand their goals. Different strategies require different, or different people require different strategies, right? So understanding that the wealth advisors that you bring in, the elite wealth planners, have a competence that can match your needs and making sure that if you're generating significant wealth, you are having, you've got a team of advisors on the outside that can match what your needs are on the inside. That becomes very important to employ those kinds of strategies. 
I, I love that example. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, yes, working with the right professionals, boy, can it make a world of difference for you and your business. And of course, obviously generating that level of significant wealth. That's what we're here talking about today. So, you know, in summation, Joe, we, we covered these three different key factors or best practices, variables, whatever, however you want to define them. This commitment to achieve being the first you mentioned, then uh, a quality business model. Uh, to really get the internal operations moving, then into the relationships, building, maintaining the strong team and relationships surrounding the business. And then finally, that willingness to engage the right team of professionals to work with uh, to help scale and to grow and to and really build that lasting legacy that goes along with such a successful business. So, Joe, we've thrown a lot at our audience, things to consider for them in their own mission to generate significant wealth. What if they're interested in just chatting with you and your team a little further about maybe their own unique circumstances, maybe the business that they're running and, and the, the challenges that they're facing along the way that's keeping them back from that level of significant wealth? What would you say is the, the best way they could go ahead and reach out to you guys and just open up a dialogue, uh, you know, to just to just see what their situation's like and maybe offer some insight? Yeah, give us a call. Send us an email. We'll email. We're happy to chat and do a diagnosis, understand what it is that they want to accomplish and how they're trying to accomplish it, right? We work with a lot of business owners who are very successful, either growing or trying to exit their business. And so understanding the best, most efficient manner, the best method to make that happen, right? That's a constant dialogue. And it's usually one that's not done in one conversation. So we'd like to have a couple of sit down conversations with you and understand what it is that you want to accomplish and how you want to accomplish it. We're happy to help. Oh, fantastic, Joe. Well, look, hey, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to be with us to dive into this idea of wealth creation. I know it's a, a little different from some of the strategies and uh, conversations we've had on, on past episodes, but I thought it was fun and uh, looking forward to having you back on the next one, Joe. Thanks, Ryan. See you soon. Absolutely. And hey, we'll see you guys soon as well. Our audience, thanks for joining us today here on the show. If you took anything away from the conversation, maybe you're internalizing some of those key factors that Joe mentioned on creating and driving significant wealth forward. Do us a favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the show, whichever platform you checked us out on today. And then of course, share this information with friends, family, business owners, even anybody that you think would benefit from these types of conversations. Because I said it before, I'll say it again. We're taking the exact same conversations and strategies, solutions that Joe is working with his clients with on a regular basis. And we're bringing them right here to you on this show, which means we've got a great arsenal of topics and conversations moving forward here in future episodes. And we would hate to have you miss out on any of those. So for Mr. Joe Kaleo, I'm Ryan Ruff. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you being with us one final time on Your Money and a Cup of Joe. This presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. UBS Financial Services Incorporated does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. This material is made available for use by CEG. 
Neither UBS Financial Services Incorporated nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services Incorporated is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, member SIPC. Joe Kaleo at Kaleo Wealth Management Group, UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Office address 200 West Highway 6, Suite 400 in Waco, Texas, 76712.